<clears throat> Still I sick, I see. I haven't been coughing all day. And Literally sent you the link and started coughing. Yep. Mm-hmm. It waits. It's like when you go to the doctor and you're sick and you've been like hacking up along and then you're sitting in the doctor's office like and nothing. And the doctor's like, are you faking? Because you could be faking. Hello and welcome to episode 56 of This Horror Life. My name is Rob Humphrey and I am joined as always by my co-host Ghost. Ghost, how's it going? Uh, it is uh, going. How, how's it going with you, Rob? I am trying really hard not to cough. I, uh, I know. Yeah, we, <laughs> uh, we missed a week because uh, I got sick and mm-hmm. uh, that really sucked. Um, I was waylaid by some sort of sickness. I was afraid I had COVID. It was not COVID. Um, which is good yes test came back negative but uh whatever it was i was still uh pretty sick i missed a day of work i was so mad because i thought i was gonna miss five cream in the theater <laughs> i had my ticket for i don't know how long to see five cream on thursday night yeah and you was, had it like the day you could like get tickets <laughs> yeah i was so ready to go see this movie and then I got sick and I missed a day of work and I thought I was going to come back. I thought I was, I thought I had it. I mean, I had like a lot of the symptoms. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, the test came back negative though. And I was, uh, I was able to go to the theater uh, and see the movie. So Which is um, good. all's well that ends well, I guess. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit. I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll get into oh, I'm sure. uh, our thoughts on Scream 2022 or uh, AKA 5 Cream, AKA Scream 5. Yes, a lot, um, a lot of names. AKAs. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. Um, uh, also, okay. I entered into an abusive relationship, apparently. With? Uh, with, um, I guess Walmart is really the one who's behind this whole thing. Uh, I was super excited. I, I finally managed to snag a PlayStation 5 at one oh, of their God. restocks. And uh, this was last week as well. And they were like, hey, it'll be there on Monday. And I was like, cool. And Monday... <laughs> came and i checked it and they were like it still hadn't shipped and i was like oh that's not good no yeah uh so now it just says delayed check back for further updates <laughs> and so every oh i don't know 10 15 minutes i check back for an update yeah. uh, and it's never updated so um they have just uh, apparently taken my money and are going to give me nothing in return probably uh, but you yeah. know i do that with everything i order every mm-hmm. single package i order i like i will order it and immediately i'm like all right when's it gonna be here yeah tracking. Uh, <laughs> now i did read though the restock that i got apparently um i don't know if there was a um like the shipment from sony was late getting to walmart i guess or something i don't know how people know this shit it's something i read on the internet i don't know whether that's true or not like i have yeah. no idea how you would even figure that out right <laughs> yeah I but no some- idea that, that seems to be the thing. And apparently a lot of people have gotten notices that their order has been canceled. Mine is not hmm. canceled. It's just delayed. So I think that's better than being canceled. If Yeah. If they canceled so. my order after they told me it would be in the store on a Monday, I would probably go yeah. berserk. Yeah. So anyway, I'm waiting, uh, waiting patiently for that to arrive or, or 
rather impatiently, I guess. Uh, anything exciting happening in your world? Any sickness or, um, um, you know, no, Playstations or whatever? No, no sickness, no Playstations. Uh, I went to see Scream 5 uh, in theaters Friday night. Um, like you said, I'm sure we'll talk about it when we talk about the news. Um, but other than that, I've just been uh, working on getting my um, small business that I've been working on up and running. Your what? Yes, a small business. I've oh, been doing oh. resin art. Yes. I thought you said mall business. And I was like, yes, mall business? Mall business. Yep. You jumped into that hot, hot mall craze? <laughs> I'm buying a mall, guys. I'm just going to fill it with zombies. Uh, no, I do not have the money for a mall, but oh. um, I've just, I've been doing, you know, my art, obviously, with that. Um, resin takes a while to uh, work with. And then I've been I don't know anything on a website. About That's fine. You don't have to. Okay. <laughs> I've been working on my website. I just got my business cards and my uh, thank you notes in the mail yesterday. So I'm very excited. All right. Well, that is exciting. That. Um, that is exciting. Yeah. You're going to move on to bigger to. and better things and leave this show behind. I would never leave this show behind, Rob. <laughs> I, would I know never. you'd miss me. You know what? I actually would. I <laughs> <laughs> when we have a week go by like it makes it harder to like it's like being off of work you know you don't want to go back but at the mm. same time it's like mm, i miss my co-workers yeah yeah I, so I, I don't want to say i missed you but yeah you missed me it's <laughs> a little bit right. um so we've been gone a couple of weeks i haven't watched that much um have you uh watched anything um i've probably watched stuff but other than scream the movies we're talking about today and mm-hmm. i threw on killer clowns from outer space oh, while yeah. i was cleaning um that's really it um okay. from what i've watched because i've just been busy okay. um i started a new shift at work too so that's uh, taken a lot of time yeah from me so uh let's um well i watched just a few things i first of all the episode uh i mean it's in the description you can read it but this is a uh, remake rumble the amityville horror mm-hmm. uh, i think this is going to be an interesting one because I, you know, thinking about the remake Rumble episodes that we've done in the past, I feel mm-hmm. like we've matched up pretty well in our opinion on the movies. Yeah. Uh, which is not how I thought uh, this thing was going to play out. Like I expected to be, you know, the crotchety old man talking about how all the stuff from the 70s and 80s was better. And you were mm-hmm. going to be the know nothing kid who's going to be like, no, Ryan Reynolds got abs or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, I love Creed and, and stuff. And we were going to, um, you know, fight on that basis. But for the most part, We've agreed. I think this one, I have a feeling we're going to have a differing opinions. Um, based on what I messaged you earlier <laughs> and earlier in the week. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, uh, but we'll see. We'll, we'll get there eventually. As far as what I watched. So I, I decided because we did our top five of 2021 a few episodes ago. Yeah. And uh, I was like, you know, I didn't really watch that many 2021 horror movies. And so I'm going to try and get an early jump. Right on 2022 mm-hmm. so i watched a couple of 2022 movies and they were so bad that i don't think i'm going to watch another 2020 move 2022 movie for the rest of the year really yeah i watched this movie called rucker okay well um, that was your first fault yeah i've seen it listed as rucker and that's what it was listed as where i i found it but i've also seen it called rucker the trucker either way it's uh they had to call it <laughs> rucker <laughs> the sucker because it's terrible um Rucker is uh, it's 
it's about a serial killer truck driver. It's really bad. Do not watch it. Um, And the serial killer truck driver was kind of really overdone. Yeah. In the late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, this one's got this one. And, and God bless the people who made this movie, too, because they really did try to make a mm-hmm. good movie. Like they really you could tell they really tried. They put effort into it like it looked good and stuff, you know, and I'm sure they didn't have, you know, more than, you know, duct tape and the power of prayer to make that thing. <laughs> um, But it's just it's so convoluted. The story is just I mean, it's got this story because when you're watching a movie called Rucker or Rucker, the trucker, whatever. And it's about a serial killer truck driver. It seems pretty simple and just kind of fun, right? Yeah. Well, they, they tried to wedge story into this thing every oh. which way, but Sunday, I mean, it was all over the place. There was so much going on in this movie and it was just bad. Um, yeah. And then uh, the very next day, I watched uh, the 2022 film Monsters in the Closet. Again, just based on the title. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> terrible terrible movie it's uh, about a woman and her father is a uh, he's like a a, i guess he's like a horror novelist or Mm -hmm. writer and he has this story of uh, a collection of short stories that she finds and when you read the stories they come to life you know oh it's really bad really bad Mm -hmm. interesting um yeah they didn't even try with that movie i don't feel bad (laughs) telling you not to watch it because they didn't they I don't think you it. feel bad telling me not to watch anything. Yeah. Um, and then the only other thing that I saw was, uh, well, I guess another 2022 movie was Scream. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Scream 5, 5 Cream, whatever you want yeah. to call it. I did forget to mention that I did as a, as a, uh, before going to see Scream, I watched all of them again. Okay. All right. I did forget to mention that, but like, yeah. I feel like that was, y'all should have known. Scream's my favorite. So. Sure. Sure. any excuse to watch them and i made my sister watch the first one and the fourth one um, uh-huh. because i did not have enough time to force her to watch two and three yeah before um, i went to the theater jumping into scream a little bit uh no spoilers obviously because uh, that would suck mm-hmm. um spoiler free yeah but uh they did an excellent job with this movie it was very good this movie was as someone who is so into this franchise, everything I could have wanted and a little bit more. Um, yeah. I think they did the whole requel bullshit really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the timing of this was really good. Yeah, I think, um, well, one, it's got the like the most brutal ghost face we've seen. I think, oh, yeah. The kills far. in this yeah. movie were so fucking good. I couldn't believe it. And um, uh, but beyond that, I feel like Scream 5 is the movie they wanted Scream 4 to be. Yeah, I Um, I see that. This movie does a much because there was a lot of talk around Scream 4 of passing the torch, a new generation, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah, blah. And then they didn't really do any of that in Scream 4. Um, And Scream 4 has always sort of been a weird entry. I've said before, I don't to me, it doesn't feel like a Scream movie. It's just sort of exists. It's just sort of there. Like it's almost like this unnecessary appendage, you know, that the uh, franchise didn't really need. I don't know. I really like Scream 4. Um, it's not a bad movie. It just doesn't feel necessary to the rest of the franchise. I think I would agree with you in that it feels a lot less like a Scream movie than the other ones do. Mm-hmm. Um, in a sense. Yeah, but... than the, the Scream movies, yeah. 
Right. But yeah. I, like I said, I still really like it. Um, But this one, they do an excellent job of that sort of passing the tour. I mean, the, the cast of characters that they give us, the, the new characters, the mm-hmm. new, you know, kids basically um, are interesting. I liked them. I found them uh, fun to be around. I didn't yep. even miss the legacy characters because it took a while for Sydney to show up in this movie. It really did. And, I think it was at least halfway through. Yeah. She and Dewey shows up, but he's not around a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And Gail, sort of the same thing. Like she's kind of there. They're like sort of around the periphery of the movie, but the it's movie not... isn't focused on them. Exactly. It, and which... I didn't miss them. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't like like with with a Scream Four or any of the other Scream movies, really uh, beyond the first one, because when you see the first one for the first time, you don't know those characters. But right. you're watching the second, third, fourth movie. You're kind of just waiting on them to show up and do the things that they do. <clears throat> Right. Um, this movie, I wasn't. It wasn't like that. I thought they did a really good job of creating uh, interesting characters, and I think they've created um, interesting characters that could, should they want to make Scream Six, and based on the box office, I think they will. Yeah. Um, these characters, they could make Scream Six and not bring Sydney or Gail back, and I wouldn't mind. Yeah. I think if they pick up with the two sisters from this movie it would be fine yeah i i would agree i i think that the legacy characters do such a good job with the minimal amount of screen time that they have um that it doesn't feel like they're like never there if that makes sense yeah yeah i mean i think that's part of it but yeah i just found myself so interested in this new crop of characters yeah that... I, I i love the new characters i agree i think they did a really good job fleshing them out and giving them all a unique personality that kind of feels like the personalities from the original screen yeah, movie a little bit without being over the top right without being generic carbon copy of this character exactly yeah, um yeah. like uh is it it's not a spoiler that it's that they're like the kids of all these different people, right? No, they they I'm say sure that in the in the trailer. That's my thought. So like, uh, the Meeks twins, mm-hmm. like they do such a good job with them of giving them that whole like you know Randy's thing was all. This is how these are the rules. These are the rules. Right. These are the rules. They did such a good job, like kind of putting that into those characters without it being like, Oh my God, it's just a Randy knockoff. You know, it wasn't that they were their own people, um, which I, I really enjoyed. And there there were a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, little things that I noticed that kind of went back to the original film. I don't think we've had a moment in, I could be wrong in a screen movie where he wipes the blade Mm -hmm. since the original. Yeah, I mean, I would have to go back and, and after just watching them all, I don't think there is. So that, like, to me, was like I, that was a callback immediately to the first one, and I was like, oh my god, oh right. my god, yeah, yes. Um, but uh, yeah, so overall, I I really enjoyed the movie. I thought they did a really good job. Um, I you know, it's <coughs> damn it, um, it's not often that you leave a, a theater, um after seeing the fifth movie in a franchise and are looking forward to seeing a sixth. Yeah. I, I think 
Scream is one of the very few franchises where every, for the most part, every entry is just, it's a good movie. Well. Well, a lot of you will argue with me over three. I like three. three. three I think it's a good movie. But for the most part, as a whole, like, it's just such a good franchise. Whereas you look at Halloween and it's like, oh, they've got all these different time jumps and or timelines and mm-hmm. this happens in this one and three doesn't count because it's not really a Michael Myers movie and all this shit. Like, it is a Michael Myers movie. <sighs> Either way. It, I see, I see how you try to slip that right in there and slide it past me. <laughs> uh-uh. I might be sick, but I'm not dead. <laughs> Either way, I've made my point. It's a very, very solid franchise. Yeah. No, you're right. I'll look forward. I look forward to if they do a six. If not, I think that this was a really good wrap up for the franchise if they decide not to do another one. Um, But they're just so good. I just love the screen movies. They will always be my favorite. Yeah, Um, they did a a really good job. Um, So we'll see what uh, what the future holds. I expect uh, at least uh, another movie because this one is doing really well at the box office. It is. Actually, if we slide into the news, one of the articles that I have pulled up is that it was a massive box office hit. I mean, even with COVID still going on, I know in some places movie theaters are still closed or they're only doing limited sales on tickets um, just to keep distancing. It still made $35 million plus mm-hmm. opening weekend. Yeah. Yep, it did really well. And that's well. that's just theaters cuz they didn't do a nope, like what nope. Halloween Kills did. Yep, no VOD, no streaming. So nothing. um I mean they are they're fucking doing it. <laughs> so yeah. um good for them. Um it says here they also added another 18 million internationally for a worldwide estimate of 53 million for Not the bad. opening weekend, which is really good. Yep, that is a solid opening for any horror film. Mm-hmm. Um, and any film these days, it seems like, uh, you know, oh, any, yeah. any film that doesn't start with a Marvel slate anyway. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, uh, other news, uh, Rob Zombie's doing it. What? He's doing it. He's, he's white trashing up the monsters. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. Did you see the new character? No, I oh, did he, not. He's announced a new character. that's going to be in the movie, shared a photo. Mm-hmm. This is uh this is an original character that did not appear in the series. Oh god. Named Zoya Krupp, um, played by the actress Catherine Shell, I'm going to say, uh, although I don't really know. She was apparently a, a big actress in the 60s and uh retired from acting sometime in the 90s, came back for this movie. Um which what a is, movie to come back for. Yeah, kind of a big deal, I guess. But uh boy, he's gonna white trash this thing up. I can just tell between the picture he shared of her uh, and the pictures that we've seen of grandpa with that stupid mustache he put on him. He's going to ruin the monsters. Unbelievable. Uh, I know. I know it hurts your soul, but yeah. you know maybe it'll be a good movie. You don't know. Yeah, I got a pretty good idea. <laughs> and the, uh, the only other story that I had, again, I, I can't remember if I said this when we started recording or before, but I only had, I only found a couple of light stories. this yeah. week. Not a whole lot. Um, the nightmare on Elm street house has sold. I did uh, see that. Yeah. It was um, purchased by um, the director <clears throat> of the film hustlers. Um, mm. I don't know how to pronounce her name and I'm not, I'm not even going to try. 
Uh, she bought it in uh, 2013 for 2.1 million, and then uh, put it on um, on the market uh, late last year for three and a quarter million. Apparently, it sold for under that asking price, but uh, it's reported that she got close to it. Wow. Um, so yeah, the nightmare house is off the market. If you were uh, hoping to buy that with all your your resin money, um, I was not. Um, only because California is expensive. It's very expensive. Um, so, but you know what? Whoever whoever buys it, whoever bought it, I hope you're happy. Think of all the people who died in their sleep at that house, and it sold for three million dollars. Right? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was actually um, kind of in the ad for the house uh, that mm. there was an excerpt it was like uh uh you know the, the the facade of the house is is famous and might creep you out but once you get inside all of that you know sort of goes away or whatever mm. you know um and i don't know how current the pictures were in the article that i saw but uh, if they were current it still looks pretty much the exact same yeah it, it does look exactly the yeah. same uh what do you have for news because that's all i found um since I brought up Halloween 3 earlier, um, Trick or Treat Studios is doing a 40th anniversary um, for Halloween 3. A bunch of products that include the retro silver shamrock Halloween costumes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, all the masks. They've got the shirts. They're, it looks like it's a, a Ouija board. Yeah. So, yeah, that's right um, up your alley. Yeah, that is cool. I'll probably check some of that stuff out. Yeah. Um, don't know when that drops. Um, yeah. Because I accidentally just clicked off the article. But. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it'll. I'm sure it'll show up somewhere. I got to yeah. get through this convention coming up in March first. Anyway. What convention? Uh, the uh, Horror Hound Weekend. That oh, I'm going to, uh, is that the one that I said I was going to crash? Yeah. Yeah. Tom Atkins Kat, is going to be there. We're going to take the bed, and you were going to. Sleep in the tub. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. Okay. But um, Tom Atkins is gonna be there. So. Oh God. Oh yeah, I remember. I said I was gonna go and tell him to go fuck himself. And yeah. He was very upset a, with me about that. I'm gonna get a picture with the man. I'm so excited. Wow. And oh, Nev Campbell's God. gonna be there. See, mm, I kind of mm. wanna go for my girl Nev. Tony She's Todd. Who? Um. I don't have the money for this. Skeet Ulrich is gonna be there, and the other guy, Matthew Lillard. I love matthew lillard yeah well they're both gonna be there too so i'm looking forward to it. i have never been to a horror <laughs> convention and i've always wanted to go and i you know always come up with an excuse i don't have the money or mm-hmm. i don't you know this that or the other thing and then i saw Where's tom atkins was gonna be there and i was like i'm in it's a couple hours from my house there you go i'm going there you go um what else in news um jason blum teases that a third happy death day is still in the cards yeah 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 just make the movie or don't make the movie are you gonna fight him over this too i might i just because (laughs) here's the thing i want happy death day three i like the other two yeah and but this has been going on for like since the second one came out it's like well maybe there'll be a third one maybe there won't and Every now and then it'll swing back around. He's like, I wouldn't count it out. It's like, well, make the movie then, man. Come on. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a popular enough movie. I haven't seen them yet, but I know that a lot of people really enjoy them. So, yeah, they're they're a lot of fun. And um, the director said he had an idea for a trilogy. So just let the guy make his damn movie, man. Yeah. Um, And that is all I have. 
All right, so we will jump into the episode or the topic, which is a remake rumble between the Amityville Horror, 1979 and 2005. Um, normally, we start with the 19, uh, well, not the, you know, with the original film. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, before we jump into these, you had some pretty strong opinions about these movies, Ghost. You didn't care for them, huh? No, I. you know what? I... <sighs> I don't know what it was. Um, I know I mentioned to you earlier in the week, like for some reason I could just not sit down and watch the original all the way through. Like it was just annoying me for some reason, mm-hmm. which is weird. Cause I, I don't normally get that way with movies. Um, but even the remake, I was like, I fucking can't sit down and watch this. Like I just want it to be over with. Yeah. And that's not something that I generally feel um, for movies. Yeah. which was weird um i just they just weren't for me i just did right. not like them all right well we will uh jump into the 1979 movie um i like this movie a lot yeah uh, more than i actually remembered liking it um that's why i was surprised that you i i, I kind of was surprised kind of not that you didn't like it um you know your kids and your adhd and everything <laughs> um and this movie uh, it, uh it's sort of a slow build takes a little while to get to, to get where it's going but i had a i really enjoyed it the cast is fantastic james brolin's amazing i okay <laughs> so when i started the movie i was at work and i was mm-hmm. watching in my car and i literally went is that burt reynolds no no and then brolin. i was like no it can't be it can't be but very similar looking yeah yeah gentlemen yeah, i guess it was that time you know yeah. uh James Brolin is great. I thought Margot Kidder was fantastic. Um, I, I just love Margot Kidder. She's, you know, she's great in Superman, mm-hmm. which is what I always think of when I think of Margot Kidder. I think of Lois Lane because she was mm-hmm. Superman um, in the Richard Donner films. But then I watched, um, you know, around the holidays, Black Christmas, and she always uh, surprises me. I don't know mm-hmm. why. I've seen that movie a million times, but every time I see her, I'm like, oh, yeah, Margot Kidder's in this. And she's who fantastic. She, wait, uh, who does she play in Black Friday? Black Friday, Jesus Christ, Black Christmas. She is, um, she's one of the sorority sisters. The she, one, is she the one that's drunk? Yeah, yeah, the drunk. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. That's yeah. what I thought. I can't remember the character's name, but, um, and uh, even Rod Steiger is very good as the priest. Um, so I, I really enjoyed the movie, um, quite a bit. I, I did uh, take some notes though, um, about the the prices of things because. You know, they were really concerned about this house that was going to be $80,000. Um, and so I adjusted for inflation. And in today's world, that would be $306,000, which really doesn't seem that outlandish for a house to me, especially one on Long no. Island. No, no, definitely not outlandish. However, yeah. I know that they put the price of the house way the fuck down because of what had happened there. So I wonder what it really would have been right yeah i don't that i don't know i just went by the numbers that were in the movie and yeah because based off of okay it came with the boathouse right uh-huh that shed thing yeah all that land <laughs> yeah on the water that big ass house like there is no way when they said eighty thousand dollars i said huh yeah yeah i've um, been like um well and aren't you telling me but it was funny because they were very concerned about the cost of the house eighty thousand dollars he didn't know if they could afford that was gonna that was gonna break them and all this right 
But then later in the movie, when her brother loses the $1,500 that he's going to give the caterer for their wedding, mm-hmm. he's just like, hey, I'll cover it. And yeah, so I crunched the numbers on that. That would have been $5,700. That must have been a big ass fucking wedding. Yeah. Holy so shit. he didn't have a problem writing a check for $5,700 to cover the caterer. Um, so I, I don't know. The numbers it, were kind of weird. I guess he assumed my, he was going to get the 1500, like he would find it or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but apparently and, the devil needed $1,500. I don't know what happened to that money just yeah. disappeared <laughs> somehow. I don't know. In my notes, I did, I did, uh, write, why are they complaining about an $80,000 giant ass house and property when they have a boat and an yeah. office space? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did note that uh, I, I have a note here that says this priest isn't moving nearly fast enough. And I'm not sure what that's in regards to now because I watched these a while back. Um, <laughs> um, but I think it's when he was in the house the first time when he came to like bless the house. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, all that weird stuff starts so, happening. I'm like, yeah. why isn't he hauling ass out of there? What's he doing? <laughs> yeah, I did note in here when he showed up, I was like, who the fuck just walks into someone's house like that? Yeah. Like, you know, it's the 70s, so like different yeah. time. It was a very um, different time, yeah. But that's just bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think one of the things that I didn't like about this movie was that like it was like it seemed like zero to a hundred really quickly for some of the things like he went in, he went to bless it. And all of a sudden there were all these fucking flies and he was like, Oh, yeah, and yeah. had to leave. And it was like, okay, that's weird. Obviously. Like obviously people watching the movie know the story because mm-hmm. who doesn't know the story of Amityville. Right. Um, but it felt like everything moving forward was kind of like that, where it was like, nothing's really happening. And then it's zero to a hundred. And then it slows way back down. Yes. And then it's zero to 100. I, I kind of get that. But I think the one thing that I was impressed with throughout this movie was James Brolin's performance and the sort of slow way that his character was kind of coming apart mentally. See, I, I, I didn't feel like it was slow. See, I loved I thought he was very subtle with it. I, I, I thought he was great because he would get angry and then he would kind of snap out of it mm-hmm. and apologize and go back to being like the normal guy. And then something else would, you know, annoy him with the kids or whatever. Yeah. And then he would, but he always kind of snapped out of it and came back. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought that was really, really well done. We'll talk about how Ryan Reynolds pulled that off when we get to that movie. Good God. Um, I, I also think that I like this movie a lot. It, it reminds me a lot of The Exorcist, which is a movie that I love. Yes. Uh, um, it did have very big exorcist vibes yeah it has you know um uh, sort of possession whatever's going on a haunted mm-hmm. house the devil going on there you've got um obviously the priests and there's a lot of religious imagery in this movie mm-hmm. but also the story with the cop because you do have that that sort of the cop that's kind of there in the background much like the investigator in the in the exorcist who's watching from the outside trying to figure out what's going on and you know, isn't going to believe that uh, this is a haunted house and all that. You know, it's not uh, that's not what right. he's looking at. Um, and there's a bit of that, too. It's not done as well as The Exorcist. Um, but I, as I was watching it, I found it to be very reminiscent. of. Um, yeah, I I would agree with that. I feel like maybe that might because I really enjoyed The Exorcist. I think it's a great movie. Um, took me a couple watch throughs to really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's something with this one I, I, I kind of need. But. 
I feel like with the exorcist, it was kind of that, like the building of it mm-hmm. was just like the pacing was so perfect. And with this one, I felt like I was kind of getting a little bit of whiplash. Yeah. But again, I, I haven't seen the original one ever this was my first watch through i have seen the remake that we're talking about but not for a very long time so basically was a first watch for me yeah um yeah i had seen i had seen the original a long time ago Mm -hmm. been i mean forever ago i didn't remember much about it um the only other note that i really had uh, in regards to the original was i felt like the ending could have been stronger like it just sort of ended you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> they got out of the house, ta-da, the end, you know? Um, I don't know. It, it seemed like it was really kind of lacking something there. Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like what I'm saying, like, sounds really harsh. I, like, the performances were really good. Don't get me wrong. And I think that what was done with the movie for the time was done really well. Mm-hmm. I just, there was just something about it that just, it just, wasn't a movie for me. Okay. Not every movie is for everybody. That's exactly. For sure. um, it was made uh, on a budget of $4.7 million. Total box office was $86.4 million. Oh, wow. Um, it is not a uh, universally loved movie, uh, at least not according to Rotten Tomatoes, where it has a mm. critic score of 30. Wow. And an audience score of 52. Um, I would it, have pegged the critic score being higher. Yeah, I, I would have thought so too. I really liked it. That's um, surprising. It is. Uh, it was nominated for an Oscar. Um, it wow. was nominated for the best original score. Mm. Um, for I don't know this guy's name. There's no way I'm going to butcher that. Lalo <laughs> Schifrin. I'm going to go with, and we'll move on past that and pretend I said it right. Okay. Um, now uh, the movie had a mod- modest budget, so uh, this is. I, I've got a ton of facts about this. But interesting little tidbits about this movie. All right, let's hear um, some about the, the quote unquote true story, but a lot of just about the production, too. Uh, the movie had a modest budget and James Roland was a big star at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so he took uh, he took less money up front with a promise of 10 percent of the gross sales after its release. And the movie became I, this movie was huge um, at the time that it came out. It was in the top 10 of all time at the box wow. office. Um, he eventually he. He ended up pocketing about $17 million. If you adjust that for inflation, it's right around $55 million he was paid to do this movie. Wow. Um, you remember when the uh, when uh, he's looking into the the in the cellar into the like what they call the red room? And uh, yeah, he sees that was his fucking he, weird. Yeah, he sees himself mm-hmm. in the uh, in there. That was actually his brother. Hmm. Um, they, they did that uh, really well. Yeah, they wanted to find somebody who looked like him, but they didn't want it to be, you know, I, like a camera trick, like an exact replica. Right. Uh, and then they found his brother who looked a lot like him. They put a fake beard on him because I guess the guy didn't have a beard mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were set to go. Yeah, um, that whole sequence was a little bizarre. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It doesn't, you know, technically it doesn't hold up. Well, I mean, the effects look like garbage. Well, um, yeah, but, but I know, mean, I mean, it's from 1979. Other than the effects, like the the lady i don't even fucking remember it was oh wife. yeah if she, i had what was her deal i don't know if i had one complaint about the performances in this movie it was that lady right yeah uh, like, she was not good i will like i will never understand like why like 
it was just her and like the priest who was like oh, like to the house they're like no i can't Mm-mm. bye going to the house yeah i think that here. um i mean Everyone look she's like it's cool she may have nailed exactly what she was going for so maybe the performance wasn't bad but i had no it idea what she just... was going for so you know did yeah. not yeah really... at one point i thought she was getting possessed and i was yeah. like what the fuck is going yeah, on yeah it, it was yeah it was it was kind of confusing um both james brolin and margot kidder went on a record as saying they don't believe the amityville story um okay which has mostly been debunked as bullshit over the years um, um yeah i mean i think it was a tragedy and people just kind of wanted to make something with it right sure I guess. sure yeah um, um and kind of profit off of that which is gross yeah um as, as a matter of fact in 1979 uh william weber who was ronald defeo's defense attorney mm-hmm. um sued kathy and george lutz said that um uh, he charged them with fraud and breach of contract he said that uh, they came up with an agreement that the lutzes went back on to collaborate with them on a book mm-hmm. um and in the interview he says that uh, he and the lutzes made up the horror story scam over many bottles of wine wow um, and also a sign that it was uh that it was a hoax uh the warrens were somehow involved and you know those yeah, sham know. follow them wherever you go i don't care what the conjuring movies say yeah I, see i don't know because as someone who believes in mediums and psychics and shit like that like it's hard to tell when it's real or when it's fake but she was like i know she was very adamant that that was like the scariest place she's ever been and like the worst and yada 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 but i'm just like "Mm, the story doesn't add up yeah um there have been uh rumors have always circulated that the movie was actually filmed in the uh, actual house in amityville Mm -hmm. but uh the production team uh was too frightened to go inside the house Uh, that is not true at all um uh, the reality is that the town of amityville denied American International Pictures permission to film any scenes whatsoever at Hammityville because they were trying to distance themselves from the tragedy. So AIP found a two-story Dutch colonial home in Tom's River, New Jersey, and that's where they filmed Ah. the exteriors. They had to build the uh, third-floor facade um, to give it the windows and everything. Hmm. And uh, almost all of the interior scenes were filmed in Culver City, California at MGM Studios. Um, so no, that was, uh, that was never an option for them. Um, other people considered for the role of George Lutz, Burt Reynolds was one of them. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, that is pretty funny. <laughs> they also considered Harrison Ford, James Caan and Christopher Reeve. You know what? I like, um, who they went with. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think his performance was really, really good. Yeah. James Brolin's fantastic. Yeah. He, he did. A, he did a really good job. I think uh, with like looking the part of being this guy that's like falling into a uh, quote unquote possession or whatever the yeah. fuck it is that's going on. Like he does do a really good job of that. Yeah. So. And he's uh, he's playing a guy in the 1970s who's like kind of a manly man guy. Yeah. You know, like chopping wood and stuff. And he just looks like a 1970s manly man guy who's going to chop wood. He does. <laughs> you know? um, and then the, the last little factoid that I have is uh, it's also often people believe that the score for this film was um, the rejected score from Lalo Schifrin. Again, pretend I pronounced mm. it right. Um, that he had actually submitted for the exorcist he did a a full score for the exorcist 
that uh, William Friedkin was like, no, we're not using this at all. And it was rejected. It is not the same score, though. It's um, The rejected Exorcist score has actually been released since then. It's completely different. Hmm. But uh, for some reason, a uh, rumor went around that that was the score that he used. All right. So um, I was a big fan of the 1979 movie. You did not like it. Nope. All right. Like I said, maybe I'll give it a rewatch in the future and maybe I'll like it more. There was just something about it. I don't know why. Like I even put in my notes like 20 minutes in and I just wanted to turn it off. It is. I will say this about it uh, because of its pacing, which is um, some people would call slow. I'll say deliberate. Um, it, I, it's the kind of movie that I would really feel like I would have to be in the mood to watch. Like, I know it's not a, you know, Hey, Saturday night, let's throw this in kind of movie for me, uh, which can be tough when we do a show about movies because we sort of have to watch them. You know, I mean, there's a, there's a window of time, so we can kind of pick when we're in the mood maybe, but not so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the 2005 version uh, stars Ryan Reynolds, and it came out. Uh, well, it came out in two thousand five. Oddly enough, uh, it was made <laughs> for a so. budget. It was made for a budget of nineteen million. It uh, had a box office of one hundred seven million. It has a Rotten Tomato critic score of twenty three, and interestingly enough, an audience score of fifty two, which is exactly the same score as the original. I am not surprised by that i am completely surprised i'm not all right let's jump into this thing um so you didn't like 1979 did you Mm -hmm. like the 2005 version any better there were some things i liked better Mm -hmm. in the 2005 one however still not a movie for me okay all right um i did not like this one nearly as much yeah Um, well that's not surprising for you. Yeah, it has a shorter runtime, and this which one was, was the, nice. Which was the one I, but I still was sitting there going, "Is this over yet?" Um, I didn't feel that way with I, this one. Let's get this out of the way up front. I like Ryan Reynolds. Right, he's great right. as Deadpool and the two mm-hmm. guys, a girl, and a pizza place guy, and all that stuff. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like Ryan Reynolds, he was a terrible choice for this character. Um, he is way yeah. he is way too pretty. To play that 1970s manly man, chopping wood, outdoorsy guy that he's trying to play. That's something that bothered me was the fact that it was still set in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they didn't try to... Even the 90s would have been better to set it in that. Um, That threw me. Yeah. Um, So I will say this also. On the record, I believe James Brolin would beat the shit out of Ryan Reynolds. And today and James yeah, Roland's like probably. 90. <laughs> I would probably I would have to agree with that. Yeah, uh, I just it did not he did not work in this role for me at all. Um uh, they also in the uh th- there was a, a lot of different stuff that happened. There's quite a few differences in the movie. I mean, I mentioned the shorter runtime. Part of the way they accomplished that was they basically just cut out all the story with the priest. Like yeah. he's in the movie, but he doesn't have any of his own story in the original movie. Much like the exorcist, he has this sort of, uh, this sense of, uh, inner turmoil and, and a bit of depth to the character. Like he wants to help this family. The church is telling him he can't. Mm-hmm. And so he's, he's sort of torn between the two, right. Is his loyalty to, to the church and God. And, but the need to help this family that he believes really needs help. They completely just take all of that out. Um, uh... 
it's just gone. Yeah. I don't mind that it is missing because I think that a lot of that were was like a lot of the slower parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. Personally, um, I'm not saying that made it terrible, but um, I, I didn't miss it. Okay. All right. See, I, I did. I thought uh, they really shortchanged that character. Yeah. Um, way too much. I, I, to me, this felt like another, and this is exactly what I wrote in my notes. It's another slick 2000s remake that relies on cheap jump scares in place of good storytelling. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think that what I liked better in this movie was that there was more of a story of kind of what the fuck was happening there. Yeah, but it was in terms of like she went to the library and then found all this shit out. Um, do I remember any of it? No, and I watched the movie today, so that goes to show you how much I cared about it, which sounds terrible. Yeah, I um, just you know they added like the flashbacks or visions or whatever the yeah. hell they were supposed to be throughout the movie, and it just felt like it was too much. It was too much of that two thousands bullshit. That this story didn't need. I mean, they didn't have any of that in the 79 version. It was at the very beginning they showed the murders, mm-hmm. but then that's it. It's never really, you know, we don't flash back to it and all that other shit. And then yeah. they had that scene. Oh my God. They had that kid up on the roof. Oh my God. That almost gave me a fucking heart attack. I was, I like, was like, are you fucking kidding me? This My I felt first so- thought was how the fuck did this child climb up there? It felt so cheap to me. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my God, this is the easiest, cheapest kind of tension they're trying to create. And and I'll tell you what, too, that kid in the 1970s, that kid would have got its ass whipped when they got it down. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. My I'll mom would have whooped my ass in the early 2000s yeah. for pulling some shit like that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Parents in the 70s didn't play with that shit, though. They would have mm-hmm. invited the neighborhood over. They would have had an ass whooping party for that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that. Uh, I hated that. I couldn't stand that. And they did that a lot with putting the kids in danger in this movie. They did. I think um, um, more so than in the original. In the original, you would see him sort of snap at yeah. the kids, but then kind of come right back. Mm-hmm. I don't think Ryan Reynolds was very good at that. No. Uh, I, here's the thing is I don't think Ryan Reynolds is good for being the scary guy. Because that's what it, it was for the original. Like, he had these moments where he was so menacing mm-hmm. and, would, like you said, would snap back out of it. But he still was, like, that solid father figure of the 70s. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Ryan Reynolds didn't have that when he would snap out of it. And, yeah. and he kind of just didn't snap out of it. Right, either. yeah. He, st- he just sort of started spiraling. He was and... just kind of a douche. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And never could sort of pull himself back. Now, mm-hmm. there's a scene that I guess was supposed to be creepy where he's in the basement Mm -hmm. Um, because he eventually is just staying down there, I guess, on the couch. And he's watching home movies of them all together. And all I could think of was that scene in Christmas Vacation when Clark gets trapped in the attic and he's doing (laughs) the same thing. He's just bundled up and he's cold and he's watching those home movies. It it was like the exact same scene to me and it made me laugh. Yeah. Um, Um, Although I I do think, like I said, I think um, adding more of a story of like what like why this possession is kind of happening and kind of being able to hear the fact like you know he said he heard voices telling him to kill him you hear that kind of in this movie um mm-hmm. i don't know if you hear that in the original at all um occasionally but not occasionally. not as often it's not as it's not as uh prevalent yeah 
Yeah. Um, I, I liked that. Um, what I did not like is what you said, kind of the 2000s jump scare bullshit. Like the, they moved into that house and he's fucking his wife. Right. Yeah. And he looks over and he sees a little dead girl ghost. Like, yeah. no, thanks. That would have been yeah. it done and then the babysitter came over and was telling them that story and she got locked in the closet and she went into like a fucking parent like she was just paranoid and like mm-hmm. basically catatonic yeah yeah like that would have been it i would have been like we're done we're leaving this house like yeah. that's not okay and you know also you know how you know ryan reynolds was in the 1970s manly man he stopped banging his wife when he saw that ghost yeah. james brolin would have got in there and finished that job you know what i'm saying <laughs> He's going to knock it out one way or another. Oh, my God. Um, I also I I said that I thought the first one had like a bit of a dud ending where it's Mm -hmm. just kind of like, I mean, it literally like it's there's all this crazy shit's happening and they're Mm -hmm. running and then it's just sort of over. Yeah. It just kind of like, yeah, fades to black. And yeah, it's sort of like they're playing a game. They're playing a children's game of like tag and they yep. touch base and the ghost can't get them anymore or something. Just right. Like, what the they're hell? like they're gone from the house and then it cuts yeah. to black and they're like they never came back to reclaim the house yeah. or all of their shit. I'm like, okay. The cool. um the remake I felt like had way too much ending. Like mm-hmm. it just kept going and going and going. Like what I didn't like about it was when she knocked knocked his ass out with a gun. Mm-hmm. And then he had that whole like dream sequence of him killing her. Yeah. Unnecessary. Yeah. It just it Take seemed that like out. It, it went on way too long. And I would have killed his ass at that point, by the way. It was just, yeah. you know. Threatening any, his her children? Yeah, like, no yeah. way. Yeah. Anybody who hang out with me know that. You try to kill me or my, my kid or my dog or anything. Mm-mm, mm-mm. If I hit you with a gun, I don't care, possessed or not, I'm shooting your ass. <laughs> um but yeah, so I, but yeah, it just felt like it kept going and going. And I was like, somewhere there has to be a happy medium. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Where they could, if somehow we could combine the two or pull a little from the remake and put it into the original, there, there would be a, a great ending there. But neither one of these movies really gets it. I, I think that it's one of those movies, like, unfortunately, haven't, have there been other remakes of it? Oh, we'll get into that here in a minute. Okay, I was gonna say, I feel like it's one of those movies that like, it's a great premise for a story. And while the original did do it pretty well, story wise, even Mm -hmm. though I didn't like it, I feel like they need to find a happy medium of really telling that story. Yeah. Um, Some uh, quick facts about this one, not nearly as much as, uh, as I had about the original. Uh, but just before shooting started, the body of a fisherman who had been murdered washed up on the bank of the river right near the main house. Um, oh, my God. Not a great omen. Um, this was, I believe, the acting debut of Chloe Grace Moretz. Um, she did most of her own stunts, even though she was only eight years old. Uh, and wow. we talked. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. We talked about this recently, about how I don't like actors doing their own stunts. See, now they got eight-year-olds doing it. Come on. That is bizarre. I did... I did recognize her and I was yeah. like, that is, and I don't really like her that much as an actress personally, yeah. well, uh, but she did really okay. good in that role. I think she did really good at eight years old. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, and this one led to uh, lawsuits as well. MGM claimed the remake was based on new information uncovered during research of the original events, but George Lutz, Claimed nobody had ever spoken to him or his family about the project. Uh, so when he heard it was underway, his 
attorney contacted the studio to find out what they had in the planning stages and uh, to express that let's believe they didn't have the right to make it the, the remake to proceed without mm. his input. Um, he sent three letters, none of whom were acknowledged. And so in June of 2004, the studio filed a motion. And I don't know what this means for declar- declaratory relief in federal court. I'm guessing make this guy go away. Mm. Um, insisting that they had the right to do a remake. Let's then counter sued saying that uh, it was in a violation of the original contract that he had uh, signed uh, years ago following the release of the first film. The case was never resolved, though, because Lutz died in 2006, um, which is another reason that I got I think this is also phony because there's always so many fucking money grabs around this thing. Uh, yeah, there are. And that yeah. that's what, like I said, that's the worst part about it is like it's a real tragedy that happened. And yeah, I, I don't like when people money grab off of tragedies like it's terrible. And if you're going to try to money grab, you should do something. Uh, Well, you shouldn't do it in the first place, but you should do something for the victims. Yeah, sure. In my opinion. Uh, So I it just I, I hate it. And that that's why a lot of the times like mm, that really happened. <laughs> But it's one of those infamous stories. Like, yeah. you know, everybody knows Amityville, just like everybody knows fucking Lizzie Borden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about uh, what that has meant for the franchise here in just a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan Fox auditioned for the role of Lisa, the babysitter. Wow. And James Vanderbeek turned down the role of George Lutz. So it could have gotten worse. <laughs> I was going to say, hold on. Isn't James Vander, wasn't he on like Dawson's Creek or some shit like that? Yeah, one of those shows. Yeah, he was in wow. uh, Varsity Blues. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, so interesting. And, and I don't, I'm not a lawyer, clearly. I'm just kind of a dummy. Um, but uh, here's my understanding. There, there are no real, there's no such thing as life rights. Right. Yeah. So you can tell you can make a movie about somebody um, or about an incident that happened. And you don't have to get permission of everybody that was there and all that. Right. Right. Um, and Amityville is the name of a place. Mm-hmm. So with those two combined, what has happened over the years is that the Amityville horror um, has had tons of uh, sort of just rip off sequels that have come out that have mm-hmm. really run this quote unquote franchise into the ground. Right. Um, obviously you've got the original movie that we talked about. And then in 1982, uh, they released the sequel Amityville Two: the possession in 1983, we got Amityville 3d. Uh, and then things get a little sketchy. All of those were theatrical releases. 1989, we get Amityville 4, The Evil Escapes, and that was a TV film. Jesus. Uh, And then the direct-to-video stuff happens. So in 1990, we get the Amityville Curse. In 1992, we get Amityville. It's about time, which I shit you not, is about a clock. Uh, Amityville, A New Generation, comes out in 1993. Amityville Dollhouse comes out in 1996. Uh, Then we get the remake. In 2005, theatrical release, obviously. But then that just sparks a whole new wave of direct-to-video ripoffs, including the Amityville Haunting, the Amityville Asylum, the Amityville Playhouse, which apparently got a limited theatrical release. I've never seen that one. I haven't seen most of these. I guarantee you most of them are terrible. 
uh, Amityville. I haven't heard of all of these. Yeah. Uh, Amityville Death House, Amityville Vanishing Point, the Amityville Legacy, the Amityville Terror, Amityville No Escape, Amityville Evil Never Dies, Amityville Exorcism, Amityville uh, Dies no- Tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> against the Night. Uh, all right. <laughs> I don't know um, what the hell that is? What the fuck? Yeah, dude, that one's a weird there's one so many. Oh, uh, yeah. What? I could keep going. There are so Stop. many. Um, Amityville Mount Misery Road, the Amityville Murders, Amityville Island. <laughs> uh, my personal Bruh. favorite from 2020, Amityville Vibrator. Guess what uh, that one's wait, about? Wait, I've heard of that. <laughs> wait, why do I know what that is? <laughs> because I found the poster for it and thought it was hilarious and shared That's it. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. I was like, wait yeah. a minute. I've heard of this. Yeah. Why? Um, Witches of Amityville Academy. The oh Amityville Harvest, an Amityville Poltergeist, the Amityville Moon, Amityville wait, Cult. Wait, 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 wait. So all of these have to do with the Amityville house? Probably not. Probably way? they just threw the name Amityville on there, right? Oh, my God. I mean, I Amityville Vampire, Amityville Scarecrow, Amityville Uprising. And one that is not on this list that I believe is coming out later this year, although I have not been able to find a release date on it. No God. Is Amityville Karen. <sighs> yeah. So it's safe fuck? to say this. Uh, I don't know that there are many stories left to be told in the Amityville lore. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think they've covered it. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting franchise. Again, most of those are direct to video, cheap ripoff, knockoff movies that, you know, um don't uh no you know 15 people have seen or whatever right um but it's just the sheer number of amityville movies is absolutely ridiculous i wouldn't you know again most of them are outside the quote-unquote official franchise whatever the hell that is right um okay but they're still being made today people are still throwing amityville in front of anything and uh you know you got yourself a movie Apparently, shit. Yeah. Um, call my movie, whatever movie I make, Amityville. Right. Yeah. Uh, Amityville Shark. No, no, no. no. I Good. feel like that's already a movie. I'm sure it is. I'm sure Andy, <laughs> that's probably what Amityville Island is. Wait, whatever. hold on. Um, all right. So, as we always do uh, at the end of a remake rumble, going to pick which movie we like best. Fairly easy choice for me. I love the 1979 movie. I thought the 2005 movie was at best uh you didn't like either movie though i didn't but that's not the question the question is which one is the best of the two um neither of them are best okay Um, (laughs) i would say uh i had an easier time watching the remake than Uh i did the original this is because you want to look at ryan reynolds abs isn't it no it is not actually um i don't know why there's just it's just easier for me to watch i had on four different occasions tried to sit down and watch the original you kids and your adhd you don't know anything all right Uh, (laughs) oh Uh, also um there is a movie called amityville shark house Oh, oh, did I? Maybe that one wasn't on my list. I, there is no way that was an exhaustive list that I, I don't through, know if you, I, I literally 
didn't even hear everything you said because you yeah. just started riddling off movie titles and yeah. i I didn't want to be here. Where reading, does one end and one begin? Yeah. I didn't want to be here. Random reading, random movie titles for the next 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I kind of went through them fast, Don't but blame you. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I, I don't know. I, I didn't like the 2005 and this is, uh, this is what I thought these remake rumbles would be though. I, I thought you would like the 2005 a little more uh, than you did. I, I but, mean, I, I, I don't want to say that I liked one more than the other, really. What it comes down to is one was easier for me to watch and get through. But yeah. I don't even think it was really that much easier to watch and get through because I, like, I had to watch it today mm-hmm. to record. So yeah, sure. um, did I pay attention the whole time? No. Yeah, uh, you know. But, you know, yeah. I, got the, I got the gist of it. <laughs> there, like I said, no shade to the original at all. It's just, it's just not my kind of movie. It's not anything that I'm into. I don't know if it's just because it's a slow burn and it just back and forth and back and forth. It seemed like it was for me, but just not my movie, which is okay because people are allowed to not like movies. I didn't say it was bad. I just didn't like it. All right. Let us know what you think about the Amityville Horror versus the Amityville Horror remake from 2005. Uh, you can do that by finding us on Twitter. We are at This Horror Life, or you can shoot us an email, thishorrorlife at gmail.com. Also, let us know who you think would win a fight between James Brolin and Ryan Reynolds. My money on James Brolin. My money also on James Brolin. No <laughs> offense, Ryan Reynolds, but... Yeah. Um, Ghost, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at GhostDJ with a zero, and you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash GhostDJ, also with a zero. All right. And you can find me on Twitter. I am at Radio Rob123. And you can listen to my other show. Um, Slasher Radio is the name of that show. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a blank drawn on that. Um, we are in the uh, midst of the uh, first annual Slashy Awards, Ghost. It's very exciting stuff. Yeah. Do I win anything? No. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. No. Uh, I That's didn't win sad. anything either, though. Well, yeah. you're hosting it. So why would you win? Well, you never know. Um, the person who hosts the Oscars just doesn't win an Oscar. That yeah, year. but if there was one person that you know who was going to give himself an award, who would it be? Yeah, that's true. See, that's there, you true. there you go. <laughs> and I still got time. I still got time to figure something out. Yeah. But uh, we're only about halfway through with that. Oh, shit. Um, but that's available wherever you are listening uh, to This Horror Life on all your podcast platforms and, and everything. Um, I am going to do my damnedest to cut out any coughing and gross noises that I have made throughout this episode, but I can't promise anything. So I apologize if I miss some. <laughs> Don't apologize. Um, but, uh, you happens. know, uh, it was either um, record this and, uh, and, and sound like this or what, miss another week or and I didn't want to do that. So, yeah, no, um, we are uh, back uh, here at this horror life and uh, hopefully going forward, no more sickness. That's the plan. Fingers crossed. Yeah. All right, Ghost, thank you so much for your time. Always a pleasure. 